0: you guys thank you wow (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like we deserve it it's been a long time coming you know yeah it's been a a minute we earned that applause yeah we did yeah we (laughs) did very realistic Uh, Uh, man it it, what has it been it's been over a month it's been probably six weeks yeah i missed you you've been
1: out on the road
0: i've been out on the road i've been on a journey phil Been on a journey. We talked yesterday. It's a much different day today. It is. You can hear it in my voice. You can see it in my face. I can. It's a much different day today. We're going to get into all of that. Sweet. Don't get it twisted, Phil. We're going to get into it. Okay? We're going to get into it. So. um, Gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I hope you guys are doing well. We've missed you all. Like We have missed you very, very much with all of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're thrilled to be here. We're just stoked. Um, We're on zoom today because I couldn't bring it in my heart to drive to Phil's castle. (laughs) I just got two behind the eight ball on my bike ride today, which was way more important. Ouch. Anything else? No, (laughs) it's not like that. If you, you guys will, we'll talk about it. Don't worry. We'll get our, we'll kick our feet up. We'll get our little tea and we'll talk about it. We'll cry together we'll laugh together and we'll hug at the end it's gonna be <laughs> um, so i'm corey kingston um that laugh that you hear is funky phil uh and um oh yeah oh there he is yeah and um you know we're just here we're now we're on zoom we decided to do a show on a tuesday not a monday because i was having a little bit of a rough day yesterday um so yeah um i got my little poopy diaper and a little twist and wow <laughs> wow wah, wah, wah. So, all right. Well, anyways, feeling much better today and we're going to talk about it. So it's all good. It's all good in the hood. So um, a couple things before we get started, I just want to mention a couple things. Um, you know, Drum Brigade, of course, is um, what we're all about. It's um, our company and it's our mantra and it's all that stuff because Drum Brigade is all about belonging and acceptance and um camaraderie over competition so um no matter what you do how well you play no matter how many followers you have phil no matter how many followers you have yeah exactly um we accept you we think you're dope because you play drums no matter what like status you have on in that world we think you're cool because you play drums and so that's what we're all about um and we just we feel that if you love playing drums or you love doing something else, we feel like you should never feel inferior or feel like you are inadequate or don't belong, um, for doing what you love to do. So we support that we support you for supporting us. That's the way it works in our community. Um, so yeah, support drum brigade by checking out our merch, visiting our website. Um, you can follow us if you want or you can not it doesn't matter to me so like uh we prefer that you do though if you want to keep tabs on what we're doing um the best way though now phil to keep in touch with us is just to visit our website join our patreon or uh follow me on youtube i mean or your website too like your youtube but Um, we're going to get into it all. It's, you know, I'll tell you guys about it in a minute, but social media is kind of just taking a little bit of a break for me anyways. So, um, and that's a really positive thing. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it after we get into it, but, um, a couple more things I just want to mention F note, um, drums, I'm sitting behind a beautiful F note seven kit right now. Um, and, uh, they support drum brigade. Um, they hooked me up with some really nice drums for our lessons and they've been working out great. So thank you F note. Um, and, um, we wanted to also mention our friends, um, Jeremy from Q drums and John from revolution. John is doing really good, man. I saw him last week. He's like, dude is like turning into like a, he's like kind of it's man. It's hard to say, but like, I'm really into cycling and, you know, say what you will about Lance Armstrong. You know, people have different views about him, but um, he did beat cancer, and then he went on and won the Tour de France after that. So, like, that's kind of what kind of path John is on right now, where he's he's he, he's he's going to have to deal with cancer his whole life. But the treatments are working for him, and um, he is really like in shape and like doing a really good job beating this thing. So he he said, "I'm not going down without a fight," and he has proven that right now. So we're really um, happy for him and proud of him. And then um, I don't know too much, you know, on the record about Jeremy, but I know that both of them are still fighting. So, um, and, and for you guys that don't know, they're fighting cancer. Um, it's both really, really, a, a really bad situation for both of them. And they both have GoFundMes. Um there's also a t-shirt thing with, um, destroy a drum. I got one of those shirts. They're really nice quality. They're really cool. And some of the proceeds go to both of those dudes to help with their, um, their recovery. So please go and support them if you have it in you or just buy some of their products and that helps them to buy revolution stuff. We use it. We support it. Um, the best stuff out there and it's made by dudes that know what's up. It's not made by industry fools that don't know what's up. So, um, yeah, support those companies, support the companies that support us. Um, you know, um, we support, we play me and Phil both play what we want. This is a big thing for us. We play what we want and we use what we want. And that's because, um, that's what kind of drummers we are, but there's a few companies out there that support us and support drum brigade. Um, and so we're really appreciative of that. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys support that too. Um, all right, guys, let's get into it. oh yeah oh yeah what's up funky phil yeah <laughs> uh how are you doing my friend you've uh you've, you've been dealing with a few rants of mine uh, like hey you want a podcast today and then we get on the phone and i'm just like you know what and another thing <laughs> um so you know, but I really haven't talked to you much. I, I was on tour, and then I got back, and things kind of fell apart a little bit for me.
1: <laughs> so
0: I don't mean I don't mean that in a weird way. I'm not I'm not saying that like I'm ready to check myself into a freaking mental institu- institution. But there's just a lot of like some frustrating things that have been going on, you know, business wise. And um, I'll talk about that after we talk about you. So. Because that's my, I'm gonna get on a soapbox. My hand is going towards the button. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, been gone for three weeks. Got back, chat, started
1: chatting with you. How's everything been going for Funky Phil? Good man. I can't complain. I've uh, been chugging along, doing a lot of the same stuff. Some some gigs I like. Got to do some jazzy gigs, and uh, yeah, a lot of family time. We did a little family vacay downtown where we just got a hotel room with the kids and because the kids, hey. you know, they're country bumpkins up here in Fallbrook, so they they don't know the city. We walked by the tin roof and I saw the new house drums.
0: Yes. Yes. Very nice. From outside. Yeah. Don't get it twisted, Phil. They still sound like, is, like the, the Yamahas. They're beat to crap, <laughs> but I give them solid A for effort. <laughs> I mean, look, it's true. Like the thing is they got brand new drums in there and then immediately people stole the wing nuts and stole the clutch,
1: Hmm.
0: you know? And so whatever, that's just how it rolls. I don't really play there anymore though.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Not too much new to report. I mean, just been recording and doing some audio production work and uh, that's dope. You know, making demo videos with the, with our company and recording, <laughs> gigging, just the usual Phil stuff, occasionally baking bread.
0: Oh yeah. I forgot you do that. Oh man. Your bread is unreal. Yeah. I love it. Maybe we should start bread brigade, bread, breg, <laughs> bread, 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 gade, bread, <laughs> bread, maybe we should start bread I mean, seriously, you're a good drummer, but you're an equally as good bread maker.
1: Oh man. <laughs> no, I, second to none, dude. I like to think that my, my drumming's a lot better than my bread, but. It probably is, but
0: <laughs> probably is. But whenever you've made me bread, first of all, he brings it in like, he's brought it like, oh, here, I, I made this for you guys. It's a giant loaf of sourdough wrapped in a towel yeah and i'm like it's in a towel and you're like yeah man i just want to keep it fresh and then we cut a big old giant piece of that put it in the toaster put some butter on it and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> and i just eat the, I'm, I'm seriously it's gone in like a day and a half
1: oh man are you it's still so are you still not eating gluten or are you are you doing that stuff again
0: uh very little yeah i'm, I'm on a, like a pretty serious program right now i just started yesterday and I was supposed to start as soon as I got home from from tour, but um, I did kind of start, but then I got sick. And when I get sick, all things fall apart. Like, I'm just like, I'm ordering pizza. I'm just laying on the couch eating pizza. And like, when I say I eat pizza, I get like two medium pizzas and then I eat one of the whole pizzas. <laughs> and then the next day I eat like the next pizza. <laughs> So great. I just want to, Oh man, it's every time I get sick, that's the same thing I do. It looks like I'm ordering pizza. And then I just sit there and watch rom-coms like lifetime movies. Yes. And eat the entire thing. That's all the awesome. best. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's cool, man. Like I don't really, man, I haven't been downtown San Diego or downtown LA. Like I played there on tour, but like, I didn't, I don't, go through there very much like i used to i used to be in downtown san diego a few times a week you know and yeah i love it down
1: there it's it's really nice yeah yeah it's awesome we went to a bunch of museums and stuff
0: that's what i was gonna say did you take them to balboa park and like did you go to the zoo
1: yeah we did the zoo also
0: yeah yeah that's cool yeah that's cool man your boys are you're lucky man (laughs) i am My dad told me he had a dream that I had twin girls today. And I was like, I would love for that to be true. I would love that, but we're too old now, man. You think? I don't think so. You could still do it. I think think it's possible, but the risks are like way higher. And it's a crazy, crazy world that we live in now. Yeah. I mean, you're doing it, but you're raising kids in this crazy world. But man i don't know no, i understand Sorry. it's not
1: it's not for everybody
0: i just i think that ship has passed and i can enjoy hanging out with being like uncle Corey. yeah <laughs> so um yeah man so for me it's been uh you know it <clears throat> was gone for like three or four weeks um it was a really fun tour really good um it's gotten into where like I'm not the new guy in Google anymore, and I'm just like playing drums, and I'm one of the guys, and that's very like, like I I I, f- I have like a stake stake in the what is it called stake my claim or whatever. Um, so I feel like I have my space; it's carved out for me, and there's some comfort there. There's like some job security there, where I get along with people. I know how far I can go before I'm irritating people, you know, and I don't want to be that guy. And I know my schedule. I know my routine. I know like the show, you know, and everybody has bad days and stuff, but, um, I just think it's, it's going really good on that front. That's one of the good things that's going on for with me right now is go go Bordello is a really, really fun band to play in and i feel like it's leveling off where um it's still uh, it's still pretty political which is one thing that i don't like um but it's that's getting a little better it's getting back to the roots of what the band is about you know <laughs> meaning that it's you know it's about gypsy stuff and being a they call it multi-culti like multicultural you know oh, okay um so I love that stuff. I love that kind of stuff. So um so yeah, it looks like there's going to be much more touring for me in the future and if things you know kind of stay the same or don't drastically change for me, I I enjoy it, you know, as long as my wife can come out sometimes and I can maintain my you know a routine that I a, a normal routine that I have at home um with my spirituality and you know my exercise and my healthy, trying to be a healthy lifestyle, then it's a good job, you know, and it's really fun. So, um, yeah, man, we came through town, came through San Diego. First time my family got to see me play, like my mom and dad got to see me play with them. And, um, it was cool. My mom came to like one of my best shows, like one of my favorite shows in San Diego it was sold out at the Observatory, and. Um, There's a lot of our, our friends there from what I hear. No one wanted to say hi, but (laughs) which is weird. No one wanted to come backstage. Like, I think people think that I've like changed or something. Maybe I don't know what they think. I shouldn't say that, but people are like, well, we didn't want to bother you.
1: I get that. Uh,
0: If you said that to me, Phil, I would be more mad if you were like, Hey, I came to your show, but I don't want to bother you. I would be like, dude, you're Phil. Like, Like stop your family, dude. Like you don't have to feel like that ever.
1: Yeah, no, I probably would have texted you after the show being like, yo, man, can I come have a nap on the bus? I brought my bed condom and everything. If you want to, yeah, if
0: you want to, I'd be like, come on, there's my bunk. Have I'm not I'm not using it tonight. I'm going home. And I'd be like, hey, everybody, this is Funky Phil. He needs a place to stay tonight. Um, he's, he's a good dude.
1: Don't worry. He doesn't even drink. He lives in this city, but he just wants to sleep on the bus.
0: Never he's never slept on this bus and he, he wants to sleep on this bus. So you know, and he also wants to borrow my drums for a show tomorrow. Don't worry, he'll have them back before sound check.
1: It's yeah. fine. Yeah, I won't break anything. I'll go
0: to bat for you, Phil. Yes. But now, like, if anybody else hits me up, I might be like, nah, bruh. <laughs> Yo, funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes! We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style, and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store, oh yeah. We're
1: doing
0: it. I ain't trying to hear that right now. This isn't the real one. But this is the one that I had stored up from weeks ago that I'm like, oh, this is the soapbox. The first episode I'm doing is about this. And then the last two weeks at home have been a little weird. So that's another soapbox. And then I've played some gigs at home and that has been a couple other soap boxes oh man so i have soap boxes up the yin yang right now <laughs> this is the one this was the first one on the list okay speaking of which so i'm playing in america i'm coming through town i'm coming through la and san diego and orange county and you know and then i have friends like in other parts that are like you know my friends that like you know i've known for years and now they live in a different state and they're like hey you're coming through we wanted to get tickets but it sell, it says it's sold out and i'm like don't what are you talking about don't get tickets i'm like i'll just give you a pass like i'll just give you like i'll just give you a lanyard and you could just come on stage or whatever you want to do like you know there's those people and on the other end of the spectrum is a whole different demographic of people. Ooh. Those people we call Punishers. This tour has been a whole nother level of Punisher. Like I'm meeting some of the fans in this band, or like just people that are like self-proclaimed fans of this band. Now there's like there's fans of the band that are like considered family. Like they they come and they go, like they're they're really close friends of the of the band and those are not the people i'm saying like and they've known the band a lot longer than i've known the band and they've they've gone through highs and lows with the band and they've traveled and they pay to see the band and all that stuff and you know a lot of those people have been have grown so close to the band that they they already know that they're like on the guest list they have full access passes they come backstage they do whatever they want and most of the time those those friends of the band or family of the band come with like they they what what is it like they they contribute equally like they've gotten a lot out of the band they love the band they're friends with the band all that stuff but then they bring like they're like there's a couple that comes and i met them you know on the first you or a second us tour that we did and it was like they would come with like all this like ukrainian and russian food like home cooked and so it was like you know one or two days out of the the tour we would have like a hot home cooked meal backstage and it was like and they would go through that trouble of making like vegetarian options and and regular options and like so that kind of stuff is not who i'm talking about (laughs) those people are you know they, they there's times where you need your space and there's times where you're like i don't want to talk right now like i just want to take a nap or i just want to lay here and read or watch tv or and you have to still like entertain people and there's punishers What? Like, what are the punishers i want to know, know about this dude i have to be careful but i'm going to give you a few examples okay so on the last gig that we played Uh, like coincidentally was the first gig I ever played with them. Um, it was the last gig of this tour. We're sitting backstage. Okay. There's, there's, uh, there's like, okay, well, let me, let me tell this one first. We were playing at a different one in San Francisco. This had the, like a legendary backstage. Okay. It was like, there was like this common area. They had like street fighter, Pac-Man, a golf Arcade game. They had a pool table. They had a giant screen TV with a couch where you don't even have to go in the audience. You can watch the show from there if you want. All of this stuff, like a, a refrigerator with drinks in it, like it was legendary. Okay, spiral staircase takes you right up to the stage, and then you can watch the show from the stage if you want, wow. or you can go out the in the audience and watch it like a normal person. Okay, there's like. Then, uh, aside from the common area, and this is like huge, this is probably like, I don't know, a 6,000 square foot area. It's huge. It's a big giant play. Maybe it's less than that. Maybe it's like 4,000 or 2000. Anyways, it's a big open common area, very comfortable tables, all the whole nine yards for people to hang out and for you to entertain some fans that are backstage VIP people. Cool. All right. Then there's like, Some other rooms. So, like the girl in our band always has her own dressing room if they can help it because she's a woman and she has to change and she needs lighting to do her makeup and to chill. And so that's fine. And then all the grubby dudes, the smelly dudes can like share a room and all that stuff. So she has her room. We have our room. Singer normally has his room. And then the opening band has their room. And then so in our dressing room, that's like the only space we have to get away from everybody else. That's where we can sit in our underwear if we want and change our clothes and vibe out, put our stuff there, all that stuff, right? So, you know, that's like, besides that in the bus, like you kind of want to get off the bus often because it's cramped and, you know, it's just, you, you want to just lay on the couch sometimes and just put your stuff there so you know you can take a shower after the show or whatever you need to do. I go there and like, I, I come out, I'm like, I go and walk around. I, you know, I go find some food and then I come back and I'm like, ready to like do some work, get on my computer, type up a lesson or something, finish editing. And there's a dude in in like, not in the common area, he's in our room and he's just sitting there on the couch. There's only one couch in there. Huh. And so I'm like, Oh, Hey. And then he's a friend. He's a friend of somebody, an old time friend. So I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And like, he's just like, oh, hey, what's up? How's it going? He's just like, you know, like basically looking at me like I'm in his room. Weird. And so I grab like my iPad and I'm like, I guess, I guess I'll go to the common area. You know what I mean? So I like go to the common area and then so long story short, we're back there, like we're changing, getting ready for the show. A lot of stuff going on. Like we're changing clothes, we're like exercising, stretching, getting getting like everything that we need to do before the show. There's a lot of everybody has their own ritual. This dude is like in the mix. Like there's a dude like stretching. One of the guys is doing his guitar warm-up. The the guitar player is doing his guitar warm-up. The dude is like Basically moving him out of the way so he can like store his jacket in our room Get something out of his jacket. So like, oh, excuse me. Oh, like grab something out of his jacket then like puts his puts his jacket back and we're looking around like Like what are we doing here? Like what are we doing? This is is, is this your room like? huh. Okay, so back to the Seattle one Seattle one comes same situation opening band has their room production office the girl has her room we have our room and in our room is like there is no real common area but you have to like want you have to climb two flights of stairs to get up there you have to get on the stage climb two flights of stairs to get up to the room that is our dressing room i get up there there's a there's a dude in there or i'm like doing my warm-up i'm sitting on the couch i'm watching tv or whatever and like getting ready to do my warm-up there's a dude in there. Hmm. He's just like, and he's a friend of the band and it's all good. He's hanging out, chatting, talking. So we're like, it's fine. It's fine. Then there's like another person that comes in, like a photographer that comes in and then another person that comes in. So after a while, it's like, okay, like there's getting a little crowded and like, we have to get ready for the show and this is the only space. So why don't you just go, like, why are you here? Are you here to watch the show? or Are you like, I don't get it. Like, go out in the audience like everybody else. There's a VIP section for you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so the dude is like, it's getting... Okay, so so what happens is we're all sitting there, and I'm kind of like looking at the band guys like, what's going on? Then there's another like older guy that comes in, and another like older woman. They look like they're like in their mid to late 60s. The woman is literally eating popcorn like she's at the movies. The guy doesn't know any of us. He says he knows the singer, but he doesn't know any of us. And then he goes, he just, they just kind of creepily, like creepy vibe come into our room. Like, like think about like, if I wasn't invited to your house, but I just kind of open the door slowly and then kind of just like walk in like and you're like, Hey, what's up? And then you're just like, Oh, Hey man, how's it going? Um, yeah, I know Charlotte, it's all good. And then I just sit there and I'm just like looking at you. (laughs) That's what happened. So they walk in, they just kind of stand in the corner and we're kind of like, Hey, and they're just like, Oh, Hey, we know Eugene. And then we're like, I go, he's not here. He's like, it's, you know, he's doing his routine. He's on the bus. And they're like, okay, well, we'll just wait. And so they're just standing in the corner. The, the like, seriously, like we're spectacles. Like the, the the girl is eating popcorn, like watching me get into my underwear, just what? eating popcorn, watching me, like not, not looking away, just watching like what's gonna happen next. I put my pants on, I start like rolling my arms and doing my warm up, eating popcorn, just watching, just watching. And I'm like, Yo. So then I like look in the hallway. The guy that came in and first in the first place was like, it's getting too much, too crowded in here for me. So then he goes in the girl's room and is just sitting on the couch, looking at his phone. What? So the girl is like, Hey, um, she, she's in our room. She goes back in her room to get dressed and she's like, Hey man, how's it going? And he's like, Oh, Hey, what's up? And then just keep looks at, keeps looking at her, his phone. And she's like, um, I'm Toby. Like, uh, you know, like what's, who are you (laughs) basically? And he's just like, Oh, I'm so, and so yeah, I go way back with those guys back to his phone. And so I go to her and I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Dude, I'm on a soapbox. That's crazy. And she's like, I don't know. This has gotten, this has gotten out of control. And I'm like, dude, I don't even go in your room. Like I, I'm in the band and i could go in her room and i don't because that's her space and this dude is just like excuse me is just like kind of like taking over her dressing room so she's like i gotta figure this out and like so she she texts she like basically calls the tour manager and is like we need you to come up here and handle this and the dude comes up and he's just like hey guys like yo like i know you have backstage passes but they're all trying to get dressed and get ready for the show i need you guys to all step out and they're kind of like the people eating popcorn at this point homeboy has popcorn in his beard his old man beard there's popcorn all over the floor of the dressing room like they're at the movies they're just (laughs) what they're at the zoo watching freaking monkeys get you know (laughs) and so they're like well, we, set, we asked if it was okay if we could stay in here. And he's like, yeah, but it's they're trying to get ready for the show. Well, we're waiting for Eugene. Okay, well, you can see Eugene on stage. But, like. But
1: who did they ask? That's what I want to know.
0: They asked, like, hey, we know Eugene. Is it cool if we hang out in here? And, like, one of the guys was like, I mean, he's not here, but I guess, like, what, what do we say, you know? And, like, so they're just – and then so he, they're they're like arguing with him. Well, it was okay, but I guess it's not okay now. And it's like it, it, the, the room doesn't say you are invited. The room says banned. Yeah. And like,
1: <coughs> that's so that's weird. The
0: only space we have. Okay. Then then it's like the other guy that's in the girls' room is like, hey, can you step out? Like she's trying to get dressed. She's a woman, dude. Like, and he's like. Like, he's kind of like, well, where am I supposed to go? And he's like, I don't know. You got to step out. He's like, well, I guess I can step out. Ew. I'm like, wait a second here, bro. (laughs) Okay. So then, okay. Now this one is like, I even have Punisher friends. And like some of,
1: I even have Punisher family, dude. Wait, where did the, where did the Punisher term come from? I'm curious.
0: Because it comes, it's, it's like, every band calls those types of people punishers because they just don't, they don't know the boundaries. They don't leave you alone. The punisher is the kind of guy that just comes in. Like, first of all, expects you to get him in you you, takes liberties that he shouldn't take, like comes backstage once he's backstage. Well, let me give you an example. So I have a, I have a friend and I'm sorry to have to blast you on, on my podcast, but, as I always say, you don't wanna be on the soapbox, then you shouldn't do dumb things and you shouldn't be like this type of person. So you get blown out when you do stupid stuff. Uh-oh. Um, and you shouldn't be a punisher if you don't wanna be called a punisher, you know? <laughs> so I I have a buddy that's like, first of all, like pretty much, I think it's safe to say that he, he knows a lot of bands and he expects to be on all of our dress, our guest lists everybody's and so i even go hey man like if you want like i can throw you on the guest list just let me know what show you'd want to go to so what happened for me was this dude couldn't i said hey la is going to be difficult because everybody has a million guests on in la i'm like san diego is going to be difficult because that has that's all my family so my whole family has taken up the guest list I have to tell some of my family, no, if you want to come orange County is the best one or Ventura is the best one. And so I said, you have to let me know. And he's like, all right, all right, I'll let you know. So then he doesn't let me know LA comes and he's like, we're looking forward to seeing you in LA on Monday night. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't do it now, man. I said, it's the time has come. I said, I might be able to squeeze you on, but like, I said, you know, L.A. wasn't sold out yet, and I'm like, so, like, you know, you you could buy a ticket. I'm like, if you get a ticket, I can do my best to try to get you backstage and, like, get you in the VIP area, but, like, I can't guarantee that, but at least you'll get to come and hang out. He's, like, not happy with that. He's, like, I want to basically be on the guest
1: list. And that was one of of the shows you said was not even an option. And so,
0: yeah, I'm like, this one wasn't even an option. So (laughs) then then it's like, okay, Corey, we're working on buying tickets. If by chance, he's like, first of all, do you have any tickets that we can buy? Okay, well, if I did, would I be saying like any of this? (laughs) So, and meanwhile, by the way, I'm in the middle of a tour. Like I'm sound checking. I'm like, I'm super, you know how busy I am. And so... I'm getting text messages fired off like left and right. It's like, okay, hey, Corey, uh, can you set aside some tickets for us to purchase? If we do purchase the tickets, can you guarantee us that we will be able to get backstage and watch the show from on the stage? Jeez. (laughs) Like I have to guarantee you that you can watch the show from on the stage because watching it off the stage is not if i i'm like hold on do you want me to like set aside a song for you to play too (laughs) like what do i like my my dad isn't even requesting stuff like this Uh, that's my dad can't stand up for you know two hours for our show like he's not like hey man can you set up a chair for me on the side of the, the stage so i can watch the show And even that, I'd be like, man, dad, I don't know. Like, I can try. This isn't even anything like that. It's just to feel more VIP than anybody else. That's insane. So I got to where I'm like, I'm not going to even respond to that. I'm just going to, like, leave it be. Like, if you want to come to the show, come to the show. But at this point, like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not getting you in. And, like, the sad thing is, like, if I really, really needed to, I could have, like, pushed my tour manager to do it. Cause I even asked him like, Hey, if I had like one or one or two more, could I put him on? But I'm like, i re- after I showed him the text, he's like, absolutely not. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's nothing I can do, dude. When you act like that, there's nothing I can do. That's crazy. And, and also it's not even about me at that point. It's about you coming to the show and punishing everybody, you know, when everybody's trying to, to get in the zone for the show, you're talking, you want to take selfies, you want to drink our beer, you want to, you know, and, and it's like, we're the type of band that doesn't take more than what we need. So like, I've been with bands before, like with AgriLights, with Hepcat, where there's just like loads and loads of beer, loads and loads of alcohol, loads of food. This band has like enough for that day. You know what I mean? So we don't have like, not everybody drinks, but there's like, there's like not a lot of beers, It's like enough beers for us, like during, before, after the show. And there's enough beers for like the crew after the show. And that's it. Mm. And like, there's enough food to like make a sandwich or a salad. And that's kind of it or smoothie. And that's kind of it. So when people like come backstage and are like handing beers out to their friends and grabbing two or three or four or five beers and pouring themselves some vodka and doing it's like. Dude, you're literally taken away from the provisions that we have because we are not, this is our home for the day, you know? And like, I don't get how people don't get that. That's weird. I don't get it. Punishers dude. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming to a show, it's not just my dude, I'll put it this way. Like for my anniversary, like, like this year, fog and Molly put me in, in summer on our guest list on their guest list. And then they brought us back backstage and like brought us on the stage to watch the show and i was like like the first thing one of the like uh, matt the accordion player was like hey do you want something to drink and i was like yeah um okay like if only if it's cool man like i don't want to take any of your guys' stuff he's like no it's it's fine he's like that's how they roll you know and so i was like so appreciative and like so like you know i don't want you to feel like I'm coming in here and taking advantage and I was watching people just like as soon as they get backstage it was like they were almost like Getting their hand and like moving like pushing the face of like the dude who brought him back away And is just like I'm gonna go do my thing now. Where's the drinks? Where's the stage? I will see you later Thanks, and that's it, you know and so it's It's rough Stop being punishers punishers trying to hear that right now (laughs) punishers yeah i gotta talk about this really quickly Uh, it's another one i ain't trying to hear that right now it's punishers man they get they got me going they 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 had me like literally live soapboxing like i was on a live soapbox backstage like who are these people man like, stop with that. (laughs) And like, I was like, this is going to be on the show. I I was much more angry, but now it's gotten, uh, it's kind of like, I've moved past it. Yeah. Um, all right, Phil. So yesterday we had a discussion and I was like a little bit perturbed. (laughs) Good word. And, uh, and, uh, I went live yesterday on Instagram, um, and basically spoke my mind and, um, not in a bad way. I wasn't like, mother effing people and stuff like that. It was just um, I've, uh, I just have to like explain a little bit on this podcast since this is a platform that we have to speak our mind and talk and all that stuff. So this is a soapbox about social media and um, my views on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I mentioned at the beginning of the show that um, we're um, you know, not we, but me, I, I need it's necessary for me to take a break and take a step back from social media. And um, reassess like what I do and how I do it and why I do it. And um, for me, I've put there's a big push for a few years, for more than a few years, for Drum Brigade to um, be some kind of social media, you know, outlet. Not not outlet. Like, use social media for you know our growth and our success. Really, like I put a lot of weight on it. And, um, you know, I've just kind of hit a wall, I guess you can say like where I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated and done with the nonsense and the standard that our industry and our community puts on social media. I think that, um, it's absolutely asinine for companies, um, that we use and that we play to, um, put so much emphasis on that, like pretty much put the only emphasis on that on social media when it doesn't say anything about how well you play or how long you've played or what credentials you have to play to do what you've done. It doesn't matter if you have a college degree. It doesn't matter if you've had major gigs. It doesn't matter if you teach how to play drums. It does not matter. The only thing that matters is how many views you have, how many followers you have, you know, all of that stuff. And, um, I'm sorry, but that's just not why I play drums. That's not why I do what I do. That's not why I live my life, you know, with the intention of getting views or if something is worthy enough to post. Um, and I don't think that's what makes me a drummer. So, um, you know, if you guys want, you can go and hear me explain this more deeply on my final, uh, Instagram post on my personal page. But, that being said, uh, it's just something that needed it needs to happen right now because it's caused me a lot, a lot, a lot of frustration and um, stress, um, high bl- blood pressure, maybe. <laughs> and uh, it's caused me, it's just, it's done nothing but set me up for disappointment. Like every single day, every single post. And that you guys have probably seen that on like um, the Drum Brigade social, like the Drum Brigade Instagram. I haven't posted anything. I've had I've had pictures and videos of cool stuff, and I'm just like so over it that I can't even bring myself to post on the Drum Brigade Instagram. Um, and I've left it for a couple, for probably a year, maybe over a year, to just posting on my personal Instagram. And that hasn't grown or anything either um so a lot of people have come through and like reached out to me personally which is really surprising because i thought if i take a break from instagram or if i walk away from this or if i speak my mind it doesn't matter no one's watching anyway um which isn't it isn't true um this is a personal move for me but a lot of people have been like really supportive and been like dude we love what you do we love what you're saying we believe what you're saying because it's true and that's exactly how i feel i've had people reach out that are like i have friends that have hundreds of thousands of followers and viewers and are going through the same frustration that you're going through and like they're going they're hitting a wall with like the algorithms and all of that stuff they're being restricted on instagram and all of this stuff and they can't explain why and it's causing them to have a lot of anxiety and frustration. Um, so man, to me, I've, I've had a lot of ups and downs and um, even I would say like borderline like depression, like some really down days because of our, you know, f- because of the frustration of putting so much work in so much effort into our branding, our equipment uh you know what we do as drummers how much we we play how much we how we play you know what we're presenting to the world and trying to polish that as best as i can and having that be completely irrelevant to most is a huge frustration man it's a huge frustration and i know like i know man i is in the beholder right but like I'm just saying for the standard that our industry has now set for us. That's what it is. It's just disappointment all the time because you're not at the level at, at that they want you to be at. You know what I mean? Or you don't have enough followers or viewers for them to find you relevant. And so it's just led me to feel like inadequate and um it's made me feel like I'm hardly a drummer like day on some days. Like I'm never going to I'm never going to reach this unreachable goal. So why am I even trying to play drums? That's a crazy, dude, that's crazy, man. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Because I love playing drums. You know, I love performing. I love teaching. I love influencing people. I love helping people to feel, you know, secure in their abilities, no matter what level you're at. And stupid social media takes that away from us. And so I'm, uh, I reached a point where I'm like, you know, it might have repercussions. It might be for me, like, not like, it might be like, Hey, I'm, I might not be able to grow as much as I want to, you know, I might have to, I might be trying to take an outdated approach. I might be labeled as an old man because I don't know how to do this correctly. I don't know. And I don't really I don't really freaking care, dude. Like to me, it's, Complete nonsense to run your life and to live your life for the likes. It's nonsense to play your drums for the likes. It's nonsense. And I just I'm not into that at all. I'm not willing to do that. And so I've never done that. I've um I've only ever played my drums because it makes me really happy and it makes me it get it's a job that I really enjoy. And um I've only taught drums because you know, I don't get rich off of teaching drums. I I enjoy I it's really a rewarding work. And um the thing that has brought me down so much is the thought of not being able to attain enough likes to get recognition for what I do from companies, from other drummers, from whoever. And um I'm not I'm not doing that no more, dude. I'm just not. And so, dude, today was the first day I woke up, woke up early again, like I, I was doing before I started having these problems. And um, dude, woke up, like my normal routine would be like, you know, I always wake up, check my email, check my messages, text messages and stuff. And then I would immediately be on Instagram on like the, the post I posted last night. How many, how many likes do I have? How many views do I have? And then i would just immediately start my day off bummed mm. yeah <laughs> you know and so i'm like i woke up this morning so clear and free like the instagram app is not on my phone anymore Woo. i didn't delete my instagram but it's just not on my phone i woke up and i looked at my phone and i had a really encouraging message from somebody that was like i totally support what you do and i i think that you're like You know an influence to like for the good to people with or without social media and like i always you know keep on doing what you're doing and like, you know it's just really encouraging positive message and then like i did my morning routine without social media and i went on a long bike ride and went and had like breakfast by myself like had a really healthy breakfast at this like outdoor little cool little spot and i was like looking at the clouds and like looking at birds and like i'm like my head is up my head is not down looking at who like a funny stupid funny meme or somebody like chopping my face off with like 15 second instagram chops like that's fine i like that stuff too i like that that's one of the things i'm going to miss but like i'm 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 living a more organic life you know and not a synthetic life looking at my freaking phone 24 seven and looking, starving for recognition. Like I'm just not that guy, dude. Like I'm a behind the scenes kind of guy. Like I'm a behind my drums, behind the singer guy. I'm not the guy that needs to be in the front and and be like, I need attention. I need attention. Please look at me. Look at me. I need, I need, you know, and that's how I was, that's the path I was going down. So uh, yeah, man, I, I deleted it and I'll check in from time to time. Um, I deleted Facebook and I deleted Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then I have um, TikTok on my phone, but I never really look at TikTok. But as soon as that gets out of control where I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, it's gone. And um, it's been, I mean, it's only the first day and I know I'm going to go through a couple probably weeks with like, oh man, I kind of miss it. Um, And there is that fight of like, dude, I posted that post last night. I've had a lot of response from people like contacting me. And like actually contacting me versus just like DMing me or something. And uh, I'm like, I'm tempted to go look and see who's liked what and what have people said. And I'm just like, you know what? If I don't care, I don't care. Stop trying to go back to your old girlfriend. (laughs) Cut it off. If you break up with somebody, break up with them and move on. And like so far, dude, it is today. I'm a different person today, right?
1: You definitely seem like a uh, weight has been lifted. Yeah, yeah, dude.
0: Like yesterday, we talked and Phil was like, Phil didn't even like, we didn't, I didn't even say a word before he was like, hey, are you all right, man? And I'm just like, dude, I'm just frustrated with a lot of stuff, man. I'm just like having a hard time.
1: Dude, I was the most down I've ever seen you, I think. I, I've, I've seen you go through some dips, but that was.
0: It's been uh, like, I think I've, ever, I've never seen you that upset. Like, look, dude, you always, you always get. A little depressed when you come home from a tour. That's kind of just like the the lull because you're you're getting you're getting stimulated every night. You know, you're and on stage with bright lights and loud noise and you have a crowd of people in front of you that love what you
1: do. When
0: mm-hmm. you come home and everything's quiet and you're just sitting on your phone like wishing that you were still back there on stage. So mm-hmm. you always you always get a little bit depressed. And that's why I kind of go a little hard when I get home. Like I have to have something to come home to. Obviously wifey and You know but we we have like home improvement projects or like you know exercise program stuff i'm you know i can't wait to get home and ride my bike and stuff like that cycling is a big stimulant for me too like it's freeing in my mind and all that stuff but um this has been it's a weird thing man like i went to a doctor and got some like some um help with some other stuff like because i was sick the other day and um He did some like adjustments on my congestion and like um like some other stuff just like other stuff and then i was telling him that i've been really foggy in my mind and like really like i can't pull it together like i have no new ideas like i've i usually do i'm being really open for you guys right now and i i hope you guys don't think i'm weird but (laughs) um but yeah and so he was like you know it's nothing like weird it's not like hey you know you might be depressed or you need to go on You know medication or something like it's not that deep it's just some some regular things that we go through but this one was hard because the peaks and valleys were drastically different like it was i was short fused and like just pissed off every day and frustrated and um and then it just hit me like one day like me and my wife were driving like on sunday and i just out of nowhere was like i think i'm gonna delete instagram And she's just like okay like you do what you got to do and i'm like i don't even know why i'm saying that but it just hit me like i i need i need to do this and then that's the only thing i could think about was just like i'm deleting it i'm getting rid of it and um she was just like yeah i mean if you got to do that you got to do that like if it's causing you too much problems do it and i'm like yeah i think And the more I was thinking about it, I was like thinking about like the pros and cons. Like, why am I, why am I on it? Like, what am I looking for? What am I trying to do? I'm looking at the pictures and stuff and I'm like, I don't hate all of this. I I love these memories and I love these accomplishments and I love, I think it looks cool. Like I think all that stuff, but you know, if, if I'm just spinning my wheels and banging my head against the wall, like if it was anything else, if I was eating food that was making me sick, I just wouldn't eat it anymore.
1: Mm Mm-hmm
0: mean like i was married before i was in a i got divorced and it was like when it was time to call it quits the trust was gone and all that stuff it was like dude it's time to call it it sucks it hurts right now but i'm out and like my life improved drastically when i cut that out and so that's how i feel today where i'm like i feel finally like i'm free dude like (laughs) i don't know how else to explain it
1: that's great I I do have
0: that lingering, like, what are people saying? Like what, you know, but that's the problem. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to care. I don't, I just want to live. Like, I just want to do my thing. And like, if people want to know what's going on, then you should follow us. You should follow what I'm doing. Like personally, you should follow like this show. You should follow my Patreon. You should follow YouTube. But like, seriously, YouTube is probably on its way out too for me. Like I might just be posting everything on Patreon and the people that really want to know, you really got it. You really want to know what I'm doing. You really want, you really are a fan of what I'm doing and you really want to follow my day in the life updates, going live, just hanging out, put pictures of whatever, my cat or my bike, everything is going to be on Patreon. I'm telling you Mm -hmm. because then it's on my terms. You really want to know, dude, then you can pay a dollar or whatever it is and you can know all the information that you want. You can pay five dollars and get lessons from me, you know, on Patreon. But I'm tired of I'm tired of hoping for people to follow me on Instagram when I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get anything out of it. The only people that are winning are Instagram, and they're playing games with you, dude. Mm.
1: I'm tired of it. Yeah. Patreon's
0: playing games too, but that is what it is. You know it's it's just. Uh, i don't know i think right now i just need a break from it all and um yeah if people if you know it just depends it just depends on how it is but i i have i've had a lot of people like reach out and be like dude we love what you guys do and like we're we support what you guys do and all that stuff and i'm like okay that's cool (laughs) let show it you know yeah Right now, I need to. I need to like just get away from all that. I need to. I need. I need a break from all the kids and the 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 kitty stuff on Instagram. I need a break from the the freaking the guys that are calling themselves professional drummers when all they do is post insta insta bangers. <laughs>
1: I'm,
0: I need a break from. I need a break from all of that. I need a a break from influencers. Like anytime I'm watching a video and people are like hey this video is sponsored by I'm like next 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 until they get to the point because I'm like I don't I don't support your stupid I don't support you making a living on this you don't have a talent you're just videoing yourself you know like that's not a talent if you're a girl making duck faces and you you're you're promoting a product I don't have time for that just get out of my face yeah <laughs> you see? This is why I get on soapboxes. If you're a drummer and you, you know, I've shed with some of these guys, dude, they have like, they have no style and no freaking like feel. They are only, they only post 10 second, 30 second chops and they blow up on Instagram because everybody thinks they're these amazing drummers, but they're, you're not. You're just, you're, 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 you know, this is my opinion, but you, that's why you don't have a gig. That's why you're not teaching. That's not why you're not recording. You know, some of them do, but like these guys that have these these guys are getting endorsements, and you know they're getting endorsements over guys like me or guys like you, you know, who are actually working, who actually make a difference in the music industry. I think. I mean, maybe I sound old, but I just think it's stupid.
1: Yeah, so, like, so
0: stupid.
1: Yeah, man. I'm. I, yeah, it's a ridiculous. A ridiculous scene. That being said, like if if you use it and you post bangers and you get a lot of joy out of that, more power to you. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. Yeah, it's
0: fine with me. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, dude. But it's fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's not what I do, and yeah. I'm not. I'm not willing to do that, and I'm also not willing to watch you, dude. Get out of here with that. Fine, you can melt my face with a with a chop. Have fun doing that. I'm. You're better than me. Like, so I'm. I'm. Am I supposed to feel inferior? You know, it's like, no, I'm not. That's what my whole business is about. That's what my whole, the mantra of Drum Brigade is based on the opposite of that. Yeah. And I'm tired of watching these guys freaking diarrhea on the screen and like force me to see it.
1: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it can really suck. I know, I, I, I know what you mean. And, and like, I, f- I feel like there's, there's gotta be a massive community of people that feel the same way and they feel, they feel. You know, they go on this, this addicting, you know, platform and then they just get discouraged over and over again on a daily basis. And it's really easy to right. get caught up in it. And it's like, that is not the world. That's not the whole world. And that it shouldn't, you, you know, just know that there's so much more to stuff out there than, than that.
0: Well, and that's, that's the whole point of this is, you know, there are people that have success in doing this. And they've put a lot of effort into it. And there's guys that are coming off of like, there's friends of ours that are, that have had gigs or have played, you know, have tried the other way, the way that we do it and it doesn't work for them. And this does work for them. And so I think that's great. And I'm not saying because it doesn't work for me, you shouldn't do it because we support drummers on all levels. But what I'm saying is there has to be some kind of revolution and like for this, and like a give and, a give and take or push and pull kind of thing, where there are hundreds of thousands and maybe millions of drummers. It, like the response to my post has been like not overwhelming, but everybody that's reached out to me has been like, I have felt the same exact way for years. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know how to express it. And so that feeling of guys giving up on playing drums or giving up on something else. Or I mean, it's gotten like so bad, like where kids are feeling inadequate, like in day-to-day life. Yeah. And like, I see so many drummers, I see so many paid ads on Instagram for drummers that aren't doing anything, but they're just trying to make it as an Instagram drummer. And that's because all the drummers that they follow just like me have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers. And for me, I'm like, what am I doing? That's different. I'm doing the same thing. I'm out there touring, I'm out there teaching, I'm out there posting stuff, I'm doing a vlog, I'm traveling, I'm doing all the stuff. I've done the equipment, had a studio for three years, had full on photography set up there, had full on audio set up there. Like the full, we went all in on media stuff, dude. We went all in and it just didn't do anything. And so that's a, that's a huge frustration, man. It's like what that takes the, that completely sucks the joy out of it. And my message to everybody out there is dude, you are still a drummer. You are still like legitimate. You are still relevant. You still do belong to this community. You're just letting something like I am doing, you're letting something tell you that you're not, you're letting our stupid community, the professional community out there, like the companies that you are forced to go to Guitar Center and use, those companies are telling you you're irrelevant. Yeah. That's, I'm tired of that, dude. I'm tired of that.
1: It's kind of, you know, in some ways it, it reminds me of the lottery where yeah. um, that's part of why everyone goes and buys lottery tickets because they see, so, oh, someone won the jackpot, you know? Yep. And, and like, it, I have access to that. Maybe I could win next time. And I feel like it's like a similar... It can be a similar mentality when you see all these people that are being, you know, they're having success. They're making money off of posting silly stuff on on a platform, on the internet or whatever. And it's like, oh, I could, that'd be cool. I, I'm going to do that. And, you know, you can waste, you can spend so much time trying to get there and you just don't get the jackpot and, and wow. it ends up wasting a bunch of time and causing heartache and stuff. You can like study the algorithms, and you can like, you can like
0: hire a team to be like, okay, so here's the patterns. So if we buy this many lottery tickets, one of them is gonna win. Mm-hmm. You know, we, people do that with sports all the time. You know, or gambling all the time. And Some of them win, and some of them don't. And I feel like that's exactly how it is. It's like we've set up everything to succeed, and then some. You know, and it's like, I'm not saying that like, it's just, I'm not saying that we couldn't be successful. I'm not saying that, you know, it's just a luck thing or whatever. It's not. It's just for me, it's caused too much frustration for me to continue pursuing that. Yeah. And so that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop vlogging. It doesn't mean that I'm going to stop like recording videos or going live or any of that, especially for other people. If people want me to record a product placement thing or something, I'm happy to do that. I'm just saying for me to pursue this life as like a vlogger or a social media like person just to even get relevant to get endorsed. Yeah. I'm not doing that. not doing that anymore i'm not i'm not using social media for recognition whatsoever if a company asks me if how many followers i have i'm freaking laugh at them yeah and be like dude what don't you want to know if i play drums don't you want to know what like my history is or my credentials are why
1: are you asking me that yeah i mean i didn't mean to make it sound like it's all about luck of course there's a lot of that goes into it and but oh, there's so many people that are doing such a good job of producing content. There's so many people. It's like so saturated, you know, there's so many people that want to do that as a job.
0: I I think that it's look, man, like I subscribe to, you know, like some of them, like I subscribe to Dramio. I subscribe to like Mike Johnston. I've subscribed to some of the others. Um, and they they put out great content it's very useful it's it's great and you know i'm i'm just saying like for me to try to pursue that avenue it has to be somebody else running it cuz i i mentally i can't take the letdown and mentally i can't deal with that that i can't like I'm at the point, like, well, we we just poured our hearts into like some minor videos that didn't do much. That was super <laughs> fun though. It was it was great content. I feel like that really does represent me. I feel like my playing could be better, but like doesn't matter. It's I, I like the way my drums look, I like the way my drums sound, and I like the way my symbols sound. And I paid for those. They did not ask me to do that. They did not g- give me any of those symbols, none of that. I I paid for it. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, man, I'm really like hopeful that Mino comes through and wants to work with me. But then I'm like, but I'm not trying to be negative. Like, but I'm like, well, if I feel the way I do about social media, I don't see them wanting to work with me besides on a live level, you know, like, but I'm like, but you know what? It doesn't matter because I have what I need and I'll just buy what I need. You know, like if I have to spend $400 on a crash and put it on my credit card I'm going to love that symbol more because I worked hard for it and I paid for it. And I don't need them to tell me in order for you to get this, like you're dangling a carrot in front of my face (laughs) in order for you to get this, you need to have this many followers. So now I'm working for that and I'm not working for the symbol that I want. Yeah. Just, I'll just work for the symbol I want. You know, it's like, like I, I want to get a new bike. Like I want to get a new road bike and, and I'm like thinking, well maybe I should hit them up and be like, Hey, you know I'm a musician. I I work. You know I do this. I use my bicycle for training. Is there some kind of like ambassador program that you have for musicians or anything like that? I'm like, I'll just buy it. <laughs> That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Like, if I like this bike, I'll just buy it. Like, I don't, I don't need you to give me and and then have me work so hard and feel like I'm not doing a good job for them because I don't have enough followers forget that yeah i'll just i don't like man i hope i hope mine all comes through like i really do because i really love their product it's genuine like i genuinely love their product i genuinely would promote their product on this show i genuinely would promote their product with my symbol with my students and on tour and on social media but if if the amount of followers i have isn't gonna steal a deal for me bro we're on a different planet we're like not even on the same page like i'm i'm supporting your product because i'm an actual real drummer i'm not like a fake dude that posts posts about how you know a little chop of your stupid you know your product i'm not i'm I'm out there really in the public showing you what they really sound like Mm -hmm. so like if you're basing it on that i don't know if i'm a fit for your company I would rather just be a consumer of your company, you know, and none of just know this though. None of those guys influenced me. My friends influenced me, your, the sound of your symbols influenced me, but none of those people on social media influenced me to buy your product, you know, and that that's the thing that gets me is like these nobody bozos out there are influencing people on which way to buy And then the companies are forcing you that direction when I'm an individual, dude, like I said it a million times on this show that like I was, I was salty about Zildjian, but then I started realizing that the reason why I'm playing the series of Zildjian that I'm playing is to make them sound like Meinl's. Yeah. So I'm just going to like you know how many people have approached me and been like, "Bro, why do you want to play with Mino? They're the worst company ever. They've done this to me and then they did this to other guys. They've ripped off products from this company and that company." I'm like, "Yeah, so have every every drum company in the whole world. They're the sound and the symbols that I want to use." That's it. Yeah. So yeah, man, I'm I'm sorry to get on such a deep rant and such a deep soapbox, but this is like really as fake as social media is, this is real for me. And like, that's why I have to make a drastic change because I need to get back to organic real life, enjoying what the air smells like instead of sitting on my couch and looking freaking at social media nonsense, stupid stuff that I shouldn't be seeing stupid stuff that like doesn't have any relevance to me succeeding in any way, stupid stuff, like stupid memes, stupid bike crashes, people getting hurt, you know, <laughs> girls in girls in like scandalous clothes. If they're even wearing that, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of people blasting out stuff, dude, uh, uh, only fans like these poor girls are so they're using the exact same model of social media and there's no other way to do it than to expose yourself Uh. and like using that exposing girls exposing themselves for followers and fans to make a living off of that just it just drives me crazy dude just drives me crazy we're living in a completely messed up world
1: (laughs) yeah it's
0: it's so stupid, dude. It's so stupid, and like I, I cannot, I cannot express how much I am freaking done. And so, like all you guys that want to use social media, that's your prerogative, and I'm happy for you. And if you're trying to get success with that, that's fine. Just don't let it affect you and your, you know, feeling inadequate. Because all that's, in my opinion, that's all it does. Even the people that have all these followers, they want more you know, and, and, and even these guys that are getting everything for free. They want more. They just keep wanting more and more and more. And for me, I just, I'm, I'm, I just want to live. <laughs> I just want to like live and enjoy what I'm doing. And like, I just want to, um, I just don't want to do, I don't want to play drums for the likes, you know, I want to play drums to Like, because I get a feeling from that and I enjoy it. And I want to influence people in a positive way, personally, not on social media. That's it. I ain't trying to hear that right now. So if you guys want to get in touch with me, use a contact form, man, comes directly to me. It's an email that goes directly to me. And, um, you know, I respond to everybody, you know, hit me up on YouTube, like for, for now. If you really want to know what's up, dude, I'm seriously going to start posting everything on Patreon. You want to support us? Go on Patreon, dude. And like, that's the best way for me for right now. I'm not
1: posting anything on Instagram. There's one thing that I feel like I should say <clears throat> because it is a holiday season. I know that's not your bag, Corey, but we do have a lot of great things that you could get as a gift for someone a drummer yeah. a drummer or a student of the drums on uh our website
0: i always forget to mention that you know <laughs> like we, we do have a lot of cool stuff that people may not know that we have you know if you guys if you just check out our stuff i mean we we have a lot of merch you hear our commercial before our soap boxes but like we have a lot of merch and it's like there's something for everyone on there. Um and I'm working up a new design about real drummers like us that's like just a statement shirt. Like I have a statement shirt that's just like support live music, support live musicians, but I want one that's like I don't play drums for the likes or something like that, you know. Yeah. I don't I don't do it for the followers. Uh-huh. Um I feel like that's a statement that is true to me. That's like my truth right now, but a lot of people are relating and resonating with that. And um, I believe that, you know? And I feel like if people did it more for the art instead of like did it more for the creative outlet and did it, did it more for that you have a gift and, you know, it's a much more positive mindset than being frustrated and trying to post stuff just to get people to like clickbait stuff it's stu- so stupid dude <laughs> yeah so stupid. um so uh yeah man I think yeah please check that out and me and you have like albums out and stuff dude like go support music like you know buy a record yeah you have records that you've played on dude I have records like vinyl records that we've played on that you can buy I mean there's nothing cooler than that than sitting down, have pouring yourself a cup of like whiskey if that's your bag, putting a needle on wax, dude. True. Come on, bro. Be an artist. Yeah. Be an artist, Phil. Yeah. i trying to hear that right now. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So, um, Phil, starving. I'm starving. I think this is gonna i don't know if this wrap-up music is gonna play but it's might cut out in and out i don't know uh it's kind of a this is a little bit more of a serious podcast you know we got serious in the end and i you know it's up and down like i said i tried to try to have a good soapbox about punishers but you know it's fine it's all good the the, the like this is the most truthful soapbox i've had though it's like, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be like witty. It's real. It's frustrating, you know? So uh, anyways, I do really do like, I. this is from my heart, dude. Like, I really do appreciate the support from everybody and you, Phil. A lot of people have like reached out with concern and I'm like, maybe I'm coming off like really strong. Like maybe I'm coming off like... I I just, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I get that from my dad. I'm a really passionate person, you know, when it comes to something that I'm pissed off about. I have another soapbox that I'll have to get on next week um, that I was getting on with my dad this morning, like, and he was laughing at me. But uh, anyways, so that's what it is, dude. It's not like anything you need to be concerned with. You're just gonna not see me on social media for a while. There's ways to keep in touch with me and to keep tabs on what I'm doing. So, you know, um, I suggest you do that. That's what I'm saying. For you, Phil, if you wanna update the social media on Drum Brigade stuff, you're welcome to post whatever you want, dude. You can post some of those snare videos, it'd be dope. And just be like Funky Phil, playing some drums, testing some snares. (laughs) But, yeah. Or I can, maybe I can send you like a picture and be like, Hey man, can you post this on the drum brigade thing? <laughs> uh, do you remember, uh, back in the day there was like, well, you probably still works, but you used to be able to twit- tw- tweet from your phone. Like you just send a text message to Twitter and then it would tweet it for you. I've if never- they could do that on Instagram, I would be all about that. Yeah. I've never used Twitter. Hate Twitter so much because there's no restrictions on Twitter. So you can get like full pornographic stuff, or you can get like somebody like dying. It's like there's no restrictions. It's horrible, dude. I hate Twitter so much. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. All right, not. I'm not trying to end the end the end the show on a negative tip. Um, I do. I was saying I do appreciate the support, Phil. You've been supportive. And um, I hope you're okay with this decision, but I kind of made this decision for everyone in the drum brigade. (laughs) So, uh, all right. Keep on playing drums. Keep on supporting drum brigade holiday gifts. Think about it. You know, contact us, you know, it's it's really, your husband wants to belong and be accepted or your wife. So get her a drum brigade t-shirt or some sticks or, um, Buy an album or get a lesson. I just had somebody sign up for lessons as a Christmas gift today. They're like, We're thinking about getting my son Christmas gift lessons. I'm like, Okay. So, all right, guys. Thank you guys again for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This is episode 136, five, six. 136. Corey Kingston, Funky Phil, Pardell. Oh, yeah.
1: legend you like jake jake's my boy
0: you might as well you know we have a ponytail this girl sucks thanks for listening to the drum brigade podcast this podcast was recorded in the beat locker at pimp city in oceanside california This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing, like and subscribe.